What's good? It's episode number one of Local News Live, the podcast. Tyler Jones here alongside Ryan Pierce and Amber Sype. We are part of Local News Live, great television's new national news network, which launched back in January, and we're ever-evolving around here on Local News Live as we now will be bringing you this weekly podcast, which will feature the lighter side of news and what's going on across the great television community. How are we doing, everybody? Doing great. Happy to be here. Tyler, this is exciting. We're like <laughs> launching a, a rocket into space right now. Yeah. Vince's Pioneer stuff. Uh, we've the, the TV side of things was brand new concept created by great TV geniuses. And then we've already had one podcast, but now number two. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. And to kind of explain that too, by the way, we have two different podcasts going, which I encourage you to subscribe. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review or don't leave us one at all. Um there's this show, Local News Live, the podcast, and then for the more serious day-to-day -day stuff, uh, Local News Live Daily is also available. So please check out both those shows if you would. We certainly would appreciate that. But before we dive into too much shop about what we are going to discuss on today's show, we, we do want to explain a little bit what Local News Live is and also talk about who we are and who our backgrounds, you know, where we came from and such. So... Uh, Ryan, I'll start with you. For the folks at home, give us the 411. What is Local News Live? What are we bringing to the people every day on LNL? It is a digital network created by Great TV, and essentially it's what 110, 115 Great TV stations across the country. That number is growing, bringing local content to the national level. So we take their local stories, we bring it to the national level via the digital network. Sometimes it's live newscasts, sometimes it is live press conferences, live weather reports, live interviews, and that's essentially what it is, taking all these local stations, their local content, making them national stories. And really bringing you news as it happens. You know, everyone can get news at the touch of a button now. It's always in the palm of our hands. So bringing you news as it happens on our Gray Stations apps and on their websites. You know, we have a Facebook as well. So it's really about what's happening right now that's of interest on a national level. Yeah, it's crazy where this network has gone from an idea just a few months ago to where we're at right now. We're based in Omaha, Nebraska, right in the heart of the country. And, you know, I got to tell you, too, with where we're at right now, you see so many of the other networks are focused on the East Coast and the West Coast. And, uh, you know, so much are based on cable and subscribers and such. We're working directly with local news. We're not trying to kick local news to the curb by any means. If anything, we're enhancing it. And on top of that, we're also reaching an audience that's been largely ignored for quite some time too it's it's a pretty unique thing we're doing something here that really no one else is doing yeah i think we can really utilize our news markets you know because yes we of course have markets in the big cities but we also have markets in those small towns that are often overlooked by many national news networks and if something you know happens i know we've had flooding in louisiana things like that you know we can bring that to the national level and and because it's of national interest you know we want to know about the things going on all across the country not just in those big cities and, and big places you know coast to coast and where people are getting their news isn't just tv anymore it isn't just the radio it's yeah. very much on your phones and that's really what our focus is it's digital it's on the phones on the computers while you're laying in bed this uh, press conference or live event might pop up we'll bring you right to it so that's really the hope i yeah. think is 
one, getting content from local stations, focusing on what's in these local markets that's big enough that it deserves that platform of being on a network, being national, and two, bringing it to a spot where people are watching, which would be their phones, their computers, the digital environment. And the, the easiest way to access this, folks, if you're trying to wonder, well, okay, where, where do I watch local news live? Um, if you have a great television station in your market, go to their stream. When they don't have a live newscast, check us out. Uh, if you don't have a great television station in your market, we're growing. we got stations adding to the portfolio all the time. But some of our most notable, you know, right here in Omaha, WWT, KWICH, and WIBW in Wichita, and Topeka, Kansas, uh, and, you know, all the way to WOIO in Cleveland, Ohio, to WAFB in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I mean, we're really just all over the place. Uh, just a unique experiment of uh, what's going on here with uh, Local News Live, and and uh, certainly excited to be a part. So i got to ask you guys, and, and I'll chime in on this too, how did you first hear about Local News Live? What brought you to be a part of this team in Omaha? We'll start with you, Amber. So You're the I, newest one of us, yes, by the way. Yes, I am. I just now joined the team. I'm the baby of the group. But um, I worked for a great television station. Um, I worked in Huntington, West Virginia. So my boss heard about it actually before I did, you know, because it was a new project. And I was kind of on the grind there, doing the daily grind. Uh, and she actually recommended me for the job. You know, my husband's family is from the Omaha area. Um, so she said, hey, I've got this great job. It's close to your family. What do you think? And, you know, as I dove deeper into it and, and talked to our boss, our current boss, Sean, I mean, I thought it was really, really cool thing to be a part of. You know, we are really on the ground floor of this project that, you know, is going to really set the scene, set the tone for how, how this this industry looks over the next several years. So um, so I was really excited to be a part of it. Uh, and, you know, I, I liked working for Grace, so I'm glad to continue to work for them with, with this project now. How about you, Ryan? I got connected to this job through another position I was looking at in Gray. I came from a, a radio background. I was working for NBC uh, News, the radio network in Washington, D.C. I'm from the Midwest. I like the idea of a network starting in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. And this position just opened up. I thought this would be a great chance, like Amber said, to be on the ground yeah. floor or something. I know we've thrown around the phrase, it's like the red zone of news. If you watch the red zone network for the NFL, when they have a, the ball inside the 20-yard line, they will go to that game for a couple plays. It's kind of what we do. When something exciting, the, the most important part of the story is happening, we try to go to it uh, in a live format. So I thought that idea was going to be a, a really fun thing to be a part of. Yeah, I'm a radio guy myself by trade. Worked uh, in in uh, Northeast Kansas, uh, in, in you know Lawrence, Kansas City, Topeka, and you know, did a morning show for several years. And uh, when I worked, I actually worked there uh, when I first started in college, actually with uh, with our boss Sean Wheat, and uh, you know, stayed connected with Sean throughout the years. And and this opportunity came up, and he asked me to come up and be a part and there's no way I can say no to what we're doing and where, where this thing is headed. I'm excited to be a part of this and and uh, you know we, we've really developed such a great team too. I mean very uh, you know talented in, in a lot of different ways but we like each other too and you know I, I would say one of the fascinating things I always tell people about this is that you know it's highly unlikely I will be part of something like this ever again throughout my career in the sense of a brand new network that we're all showing up at the same time. Most of us are not from here. We're all growing together. We've all had to become family pretty fast. Um, such a unique opportunity. I've never thought that 
uh, I'd be part of something like this, but here we are. So it's been great and uh, exciting to see where we go and glad to have you all a part of this journey with us as you're listening to this show and catching us online and, and uh, watching our content. We certainly appreciate it. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Local News Live TV. That's the easiest way to reach us and uh, see some more of the uh, on air and off air stuff that we got going there as we well. We got to get an Instagram going too. Get yes. some behind the scenes pictures. Maybe oh, of course. Maybe that's Plenty next on the list. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> uh, guys, let's uh, look into some stories now. Uh, some stuff going on uh, across the country. And uh, speaking of Facebook and Instagram, uh, news coming out today uh, that Facebook and Instagram are doing away with like counts. You can now hide your like counts anyway. Here's how the story goes. If you post a photo to social media and you don't know how many people liked it, did you really post it? Instagram and Facebook users can now find out beginning today those on both services will be able to hide the numbers that show how many people liked their posts and photos. Instagram began hiding likes in 2019 as a part of an effort to make people's time on the app less stressful and depressing. While many users welcomed the feature, others, including some influencers, uh, worried it might take away from the social media experience. At the time, the platform didn't give users a chance to hide or unhide the like counts, which didn't sit well with some users. Now, after a test the company announced last month, users will be able to flip a switch that hides the public like counts. Instead of a number telling you how many people liked your puppy post, you'll see liked by Beyonce and others. If Beyonce... And others did, in fact, like your post. The dream. So there you have it. Uh, no more public likes if you so choose. So it's a choice. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I think, you know, the choice is, is nice because some people thrive off those like counts, you know. But others, maybe like me, you know, you don't get a lot. And sometimes you're like, man, I thought that was a good picture. So... Well, I, I like that it, you can choose. Well, and here's the thing, too, is that you are still going to be able to see who likes your photos. Right. But the public is not going to have access to see necessarily who did. Oh, okay. I'm always very curious, okay, did, did that girl that I, I was kind of talking to, did she like my photo? Did she like this other guy's photo? Yeah. Now that plays a whole other element involved. My question, I have a clarification question. So I like the change they made where it was kind of set up in tiers. You could see if less than a 1,000 people liked your post, it would say liked by, you know, this many people, hundreds of people. Then it would say liked by thousands. Then it would say liked by millions. Is that still what's going to happen? Or will they go back to the direct numbers if you choose to make them direct numbers? They will go back to the direct numbers Ooh. if you choose. So I, I, de- I don't like this change then. I like the way they had it. I don't like the fact that it will give you the exact number. I think it's it's not the end of the world. It's not the, the biggest deal. But I liked how they had liked by many people, liked by a thousand people, liked by a million people, but they didn't go into the exact numbers. I know you can flip the switch, but I think it'll kind of go back to that point of people having millions of likes and others will not like seeing that. It, it gets rid of the progress, I think, that Instagram made. At least I felt like it was a good change. Apparently they did research, though, and they want to go back to the way it was with the option of making a flip. Well, and, and the other part of this, too, you mentioned Instagram. Um, Facebook. This is not something that Facebook has done at all. They've never touched this. For Facebook, it's completely different. You're right. Which I think, you know, I think people pay, and maybe I'm wrong, I think people pay less attention to the amount of likes on Facebook. You know, I think 
it's Facebook is geared towards maybe an older audience, sure. so they might not care as much. And Instagram, though, people are obsessed with like. I mean, I think that's that's literally the whole point of yeah. Instagram is you post a picture, people like it. Like that's it. I mean, I, now they have stories and stuff, but I think for Instagram it makes more sense. Facebook, I don't know if I really see a need to hide the like count. I mean, I get it for for all social media platforms. I just I don't think it's as big of a deal as Instagram, I guess. I'd like to see Instagram bring back the feature that let you see what other people liked in real time. That was a yeah, great way it did. to, you know, creep on people or see if uh, especially you could you could figure out who the creepers were real Exactly, fast. sure. Oh yeah. yeah. But I have to say I accidentally hit the follow button. I'm one of those people, I accidentally hit the follow button too often. So I, my name would pop up following some crazy thing, and I would have no idea that I even followed it. Because I'm just like, I'm laying in bed, playing on Instagram, I'm not even paying attention to what I'm doing, and I'm accidentally following random people. So I, that would, yeah, that probably put me on blast a little bit there. I don't know if it's still like this. Maybe it's not. I had, used to have the issue of that quick thumb where I'd be scrolling, and then I would double-click on a picture, and I'd like a random picture, and that person would realize that I like that random picture. I think, oh no, now if I unlike that, that picture is going to look even more intentional. Oh, that was my unlike. issue. That was my issue. you got to unlike it. I think you should. <laughs> but but now, I don't know if they quite have, it's not quite as sensitive. At least maybe it, I got a new phone, I'm not sure what it is. But I, I used to have that issue where I would do the double double tap of the yeah. phone. Or you, hand, like or you hand the phone to like your mom or something. And she's accidentally She's accidentally trying to zoom in. Yep. And yeah, right. I mean, it's, yeah. That well, especially be. like if you're going, you, you're looking through uh, you know, uh, someone of interest and in going through their older photos of sorts, and you're trying to zoom in, like, yeah, oh no, you're back ten years. But right. Yeah, then so you're like then you're out. It. You know, mm -hmm. at that point. Now, now here's what I wonder. Um, as far as these likes go, um, does this have a big effect on influencers? I wonder. Uh, I would th I would think the influencers are going to want their stuff to be public, right? Right. I would assume they keep it public because I think that's how they get the sponsored content. And this, if this is a change back to what it was between, you know, flipping it to not be public and flipping it to be public, and no longer just having the tears, I think this absolutely somebody with a lot of followers now has more power. This gives the power yeah. back to people with more more followers. Um, that they can, it won't just say a million people like this, or millions of like this, let's say five million, six million, there's a massive difference, or mm -hmm. even between thousands and tens, thousands, tens of thousands. So if you're an influencer, you're pretty much going to have to make this public. Oh, it will be yeah. public, yeah. You because would. if not, yeah, I mean, how, influencers make money off that sponsored content, you know, why am I going to send my shoes to this influencer if her likes are hidden and I have no idea how many people are actually... Right. Seeing it because unfortunately you can buy like followers don't mean anything because you can buy followers on Instagram, so it, I mean at least you could back in the day. I don't right. know if you can't anymore. So I mean I think it really depends it on likes. Twitter, sure. yeah. yeah. So if you're trying to make money off social media, you got to see that like number. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, last question on this. We move on to the topic. Uh, how often do you like photos? I use it liberally. I like everybody's posts. Yeah. Um, are, are are you guys that way, or are you a little more, a uh, little more tight nip on what you do like? I was wondering that, Tyler. You like my posts all the time, but now that I know it's it's everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel special. Yeah. Anymore. Oh, sorry, guys. Are you no, like that's that on nice Twitter too? I feel that's like every nice time I tweet something, it's Tyler's my first favorite. 
I do. I am that way. I, do, I didn't yeah, used man. to be. I didn't used to be. That's good, though. But I appreciate then, it. I'm like, you know what? I, I need to, yeah. to show people that I appreciate what they did put out there. There needs to be more people like Tyler in them. No, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not like Tyler. It, so I, I use I use Instagram for uh, some music work that I do. And I like to if a, to support the bands that I'm, I'm, I'm working with. So I like to like their posts just to... To, uh, to help them out and to, to remind them, hey, I do like your music. And then for news, I use more of Twitter. I don't like as much on Twitter. It's more of when I do, I tweet news stuff out, yeah. but and I'll read stuff, but I don't like as much on Twitter. That's more focused on the news work we hear do at Local News Live, so I don't like as much there. Yeah, nope. I don't I don't throw out a like or a favorite, really. I mean, I, I'll like stuff on Instagram if, if you're my friend. Like, if my friend posts a picture, I'll like it, sure. of course, hands down. But, like, those acquaintances that you don't really talk to... And I scroll past. Now, okay, I said last question by a lot. I got one more question. What about <laughs> stories? Do you read into uh, how quickly somebody's viewed your story? Do you read into that, or do you not care at all? I didn't Wait, know. You can tell how quickly? I didn't know it was a possibility, Tyler. Well, yeah, because what? if... Uh, well, here's what I mean. Like, you can follow it oh, okay. in real time of how many people have seen your story. I thought story. you meant how long someone sits on your story. Oh, no, 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 no. That'd how, be a whole other outing of Instagram. Do you do you read into how quickly someone's viewed your story? No, and here's why. I am the person that, like, I'll refresh my, my Instagram all the time. So if a new story pops up, I hit it. It has nothing to do with whether I'm actually interested in your life. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a boredom, like, man, I've reached the end of this, like, and... So, and yeah. I'm kind of the flip where I, I, I wait for a while and then I'll just fast <laughs> like the click, 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 all through Instagram, all the stories, and I just get through them really fast. So, uh, I mean, it, it can just be a random one that yeah. I have well, to see. What about you, I Tyler? Noticed Do you by the, into it? I noticed by the algorithm that uh, if you view somebody's stories enough, they start showing up more often in your oh, preferreds. Okay. And see. so if I notice that, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and wait because I don't want to look like that I've been just creeping on this person's Instagram, you know, waiting for their story to happen. I don't want to do it that quickly. Okay, so. to that point, now I have a question. I know okay. we said the last one. Do you watch someone's story if you're not following them? Like, if you're creeping on someone, you're not following them, you don't want them to, like, you don't want to follow them, are you going to watch their story if it's public? Because they can see your name. That's true. I think it just depends. I, I think... Depends on who? Depends on who in the situation. I don't think I'm ever in that spot. If I'm, <laughs> you're not creeping on people you don't usually care about. Usually, <laughs> if, if the story pops up, we're already I'm already following them. I'm just yeah. going to watch it. I'm, I'm well, not really lo sense. out looking for people on Instagram right now. Yeah, I, but, uh, I go deep dive into the Explore Okay, page. there we go. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, but it's great. <laughs> uh, how about this story? This is courtesy of uh, our station in uh, Mississippi, WLBT, out of Terry, Mississippi. Uh, the community came together to celebrate one Mississippi woman as she marked more than 100 years of life. Uh, Evil A. Polk, who turned 109 years old, said, I'm one of those people who, uh, one of those people who loves people. God loves me, and I sure do love him. He wouldn't keep me if I didn't uh, that way. <laughs> uh, then the uh, First Lady of the State of Mississippi, uh, e. uh, Ellie Reeves, presented her with a special certificate yesterday that said she is amazing. I've been very blessed today to get out here with her and get to meet her and celebrate this happy, happy birthday. Polk was nominated to the Mississippi Department of Human Services along with the Hines County Human Resource Agency. Her secret? 
guess I live right, and God lets you live. So there you have it. 109 years old. That's a that's a little that's a little long life that's there. That's a little up there. I, that's my favorite part about those stories, though, is the secret question because they ask them every time, "What's your secret?" And sometimes you get really, really sweet ones. You know, the, those couples that have been married for like 70 years, they always say something really sweet or funny. But some people, I think one woman was, there was a story, she turned well over 100, and she said her secret was like Diet Coke every mm, day. Dr. Pepper. Yes, something yeah. like that. And I'm like, yes, yes, I love that. That's great. I love knowing how they get there. That's the key. That yeah, point. the key in the story. And hers was a little more humble, I think. Yes. I think she's right. being a, a, just a generous person in this one. But, yeah, the keys. Uh, here's somebody say eggs every day or wine every day, whatever it is. That's Oh, I can get on board with yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's the fun of <laughs> Eggs and wine. Is, it Yesterday was okay. a national wine day. Yeah. 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 Sounds like a brunch a day. But that, that, is, <laughs> that is the fascinating uh, aspect of these stories. 109 is impressive. I think the, the oldest living person in the country may have... Maybe 116, 117. I can't remember yeah, the number. It was recently teens. said. Yeah. Up there, yeah. Uh, that's incredible. Very impressive. And you got to think, I mean, they've seen so many things. I mean, the COVID-19 pandemic right. for them, you know, for us, we're in our 20s or 30s. It's, it's obviously, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal to everyone, you know. But for them, they've seen so many things so similar to this, yeah. you know. And, and it's just kind of crazy to think about what they've gone through and what they've seen. And, I mean, man, props to making it to... 109. That's awesome. That's incredible. Uh, if I could live to be 100, I'll be satisfied. That's what I'm trying to go for. Is I want to get to 100. I don't think I'll live that long. I've, I'm way too high strung. I got a lot of like a lot of anxiety <laughs> that's just going to take me. <laughs> the odds are against anybody. I think the average lifespan right now is about 79 for women, maybe Ooh. 77 for guys. Uh, but and that it, has gone up recently. It it. I, it's gone up over time for sure. I think um, it'll depend on you know, medicine and health and a True. lot of things that will play into it. Never know what kind of advantage. Sure, one hundred's a nice, a nice uh, round number. I still would like to be frozen at around fifty-five, and wow. then keep that saved wow. for maybe a couple hundred years down the road and get this like second lifetime or something. My, yeah. Like Austin Powers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Frozen, wow. or maybe maybe just have like my head in a jar or something. I'm not sure what the technology is gonna be like. Just in, your head in a jar? <laughs> it, head and then give me like a young body when I get get out like okay. uh, 500 years, yeah. Will your head be like the head of an 80 year old man? on like The, a the head, uh, it actually gets younger in the jar. That's the oh, point okay. of it, yep. right. yeah. So that's what I'm hoping that's for. That's some solid technology yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. I hope you can find that. I'm hoping the development picks up. You yeah. know, we got a little bit of time. But. <laughs> I mean, if, if it worked for Austin Powers, I don't see why it exactly. can't work for you. Yeah. Exactly. Anything's possible. <laughs> I, I believe it. Uh, John Cena is under some fire. Uh, the actor and professional wrestler apologized to fans in China after he called Taiwan a country. It is a country. In a promotional interview for his upcoming film and became the latest celebrity to face the fury of Chinese nationalists in a short video posted Tuesday on social, in the social media site uh, Weibo. Cena did not refer to Taiwan or go into much detail about the incident, which occurred earlier this month when he was doing a promotion for Fast and Furious 9 with uh, Taiwan Media. And uh, it's unclear if Cena's apology worked, as many comments on Chinese social media in response to his video were negative. Likewise, Cena has also faced... Uh, some backlash in the U.S., where Senator Tom Cotton called the apology pathetic, and others lashed out at him on social media as a coward. Uh, global companies and celebrities are seeking to maintain access to the lucrative Chinese market uh, as uh, they tread a fine line on many issues as online 
uh, outrage can spark boycotts. So interesting there with, with John Cena. We saw something similar with LeBron in the NBA uh, about a year ago. Now this uh, situation here uh, for John Cena. Uh, it, it's a, what I find fascinating is that in Cena's case, you're talking about a guy that is trying to please both the United States and China at the same time, and really you can't please yeah. both in this case. You can't please anyone ever, right. everyone ever. I mean, that's just, especially if you're in the spotlight, that's just the hard truth. Yeah, and this is a, this is a complicated issue that I think is made more complicated by high-profile people in the country you mentioned uh, Senator Tom Cotton commenting on it. Like, this is a, an issue itself, making these type of comments that seem to maybe the layperson very harmless that lead to intense backlash. But then they're complicated by politicians right. voicing an opinion about something a celebrity did, it, apparently very harmlessly, that turned out not to work out well. So I think potentially a solution could be let's just try to strip down the complication if somebody makes a mistake let them do what they f see fit right. whether it's an apology or not and try not to make this a bigger issue than it is if you're a politician or somebody with a platform uh, it seems like a harmless mistake that he apologized for maybe not even a mistake maybe uh, just something that he didn't understand the background of and it, it's blown up by I think more people commenting on it that are in high profile spots people are just so quick to, to jump to people and jump on people and say, you know, you know that was wrong, you can't do this. And, and I think we have to remember we're human. Like, people make mistakes or, or people don't know everything that they maybe should know about a topic. So give them a chance to learn, give them a chance to figure it out, um, and, you know, apologize or not. I think, yeah, it's crazy how, many, how much anger can be stirred up yes, about things. Yes, certainly. And, you know, I'll admit... I guess I have to admit, with John Cena and these Fast and Furious movies, I haven't even seen any of these Fast and Furious movies. Like, there's <laughs> been, what, eight or nine now? I think we're approaching nine, I well, believe. Why are there so many? They make, they make money. money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. right now, yeah. you make money. You get a movie. Because it's tough. It's tough to make money off movies compared to what it used to be. That's why you see sequels come I'm just out. amazed they still make money. They still make money. I think I've seen maybe one for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And that's, that's my max. But I'm not a movie person. I'm not... Definitely not going to go out of my way for well, Fast and Furious. And John Cena. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, has had a great career in the WWE and now, you know, has dived into the acting world. I guess he's an okay actor here. Um, I think the other thing you have to think about with all this is that, you know, his brand extends well beyond this one film here. This fire that he's trying to put out or this controversy that he started here he's got to be thinking about well beyond this film, you know, yeah. of, okay, how am I going to be viewed in China or back in the U.S. Sure. years to come after this? I think people are going to remember this for a while when they think of John Cena. Yeah. Fast, yeah. Fast and the Furious has, it, it's been globalized. I mean, they, yeah. did, they did a movie in Tokyo, right. obviously very different than China, but they've done movies overseas. A lot of their filming has been overseas. It's a very much a global brand. This is not just a U.S. movie. So that could play a role into it potentially. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. He's always got to be, you know, thinking thinking of his career, you know, past this. Oh, yeah. Definitely see that. Of course. Uh, a couple more stories for you, then we'll get to uh, our list for the week. And uh, this one's out of El Paso. Get this. Uh, the El Paso, Texas Zoo is planning to press charges against a woman who jumped 
into an enclosure and fed two spider monkeys. Zookeepers say not only did she endanger herself, but also the animals. Uh, the woman not only uh, endangered the monkeys by feeding them, but zookeepers say she put them at risk of catching COVID-19. Uh, also, uh, these, the zoo says it's taken necessary precautions to make sure the monkeys don't get the coronavirus. On top of those risks, the woman invading their home has put a strain on the relationship between the zookeepers and the monkeys. Um, the zoo said it takes years to build trust with these animals, and for someone to come in there for five minutes for a video on Instagram or whatever just ruins years of work. The zoo is now looking to install cameras and modify the fencing around the exhibit. Hmm. I'm on the zoo's side. I mean, I, I just, come on. You Seems know, pretty boneheaded. Yeah, like yeah. just watch from the side like everyone else. You know, if you want to feed the monkeys, there's plenty of zoos around the country that let you feed the animals. Go to a petting zoo. Right, go to a petting zoo. Bring one to your kid's birthday party. Don't jump in there. I mean, it's just... Clearly, her likes are public. She's going for the likes yeah, on the ground. Yeah, she's going for it. And I bet you she's got quite a few. I would think, though, that... You know, she she probably turns off the comments because people like us would be like, "What are you doing right. jumping into a zoo?" Right. Another good Instagram feature, turning <laughs> off the comments. Yes. Is that the move you go? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I don't. I don't get enough attention. <laughs> My comments are public. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's just it. It's just kind of you shake your head when you see the story because you're kind of like, really? I mean, yeah. what's the point? It's just I don't know. Oh, that's, that's... Leaves me speechless. I'm like, really? I want to know the thought process. Maybe this is right. another, another podcast for anybody out there or another, another possible idea. What's the thought process going through her mind before she does something like this? Why go into this cage or this enclosure with the monkeys in the first place? I mean, it, it, it just it doesn't, right. it doesn't really add up. You don't really see people do that very often. Why did she decide that day... To do that, it seems very extreme. Tyler, does it say whether drugs or alcohol were involved? It does not say. Okay. Does not confirm or deny. Does it say okay. there's a bad bet involved? Did oh. not say that either. No. Okay. Yeah. So we, we got a whole lot of possibilities. A double yeah. dog dare, maybe. Yeah. We're not conspiracy theory people. We're connect the dots people. Yeah. Of course. And we're just connecting those dots that this seems likely that that could be the case. Yeah. Now, um, with with doing this, going for the the Instagram likes, what I found interesting was hearing the uh, zookeepers say the trust feels between them and the monkeys has been hindered, and I get that. If you're yeah. a monkey, you like you're probably thinking, and I, I don't know, this is probably the first time I ever thought about what a monkey thinks, but uh, <laughs> wow, like why should I trust you? You you let my home get attacked. Yeah, and I mean. <laughs> Zookeepers really have such an important and cool job. I mean, they have to protect these animals, build trust with these animals, because it's not just feeding them, cleaning their enclosure. It's making sure they get the vet checkups and mm -hmm. that they're healthy and taken care of. So there really does have to be that level of trust. And then this woman jumps in there and starts giving them, I don't know, whatever, food she, whatever food she got at the zoo. And uh, these monkeys are probably like, what on earth is going on at home right now? Well, imagine if the roles are flipped. Let's say you've lived in a house your entire life and somebody brings in food for you. 
and you open the door, and it's a complete stranger there. That's right. gonna be a, a bizarre situation for in. you. And they barge into your house, try to give you food, and maybe COVID-19. That's a bizarre situation <laughs> <laughs> for everybody involved. Yeah. We don't want the monkeys to get COVID. No. No. No, no and animals can get COVID. A few different zoo animals tested positive. I think a, a tiger, big cats mm -hmm. have, so. Cat, yeah, I believe cats can. I don't know if, if, if dogs are able to or not. I can't remember what, what the information was in that story, but big I think cat, they cats can, obviously can. Yes, yeah. but uh, yeah, so hopefully the monkeys are COVID-free. Hopefully so. One more for you. A young man in Minnesota is not letting cerebral palsy stop him from living a full life, including going skydiving, thanks to his best friend. Isaiah Shackelford, 24, has cerebral, pos cerebral palsy. He uses a wheelchair and an iPad voice assistant to help him talk, but he's still determined to live his life to the fullest, especially with his friend since high school, Carter uh, Pfizer by his side. Pfizer and Shackleton reconnected last summer after Pfizer lost his job due to the pandemic. Um, Pfizer said one day he just messaged me and he's like, "Hey, do you want me? Do you want to come take care of me? You're going to get paid uh, to hang out with me." I tried to uh, to plan exciting things for us to do instead of just sitting around inside. With Pfizer being an avid skydiver, it was only fitting that those plans would eventually turn into a leap of faith. I wanted to show him uh, show him it, and as soon as he was out there and saw the parachutes landing, he was like, when do I get to do it? One year later, oh. Shackleton got onto a plane headed for his skydiving adventure, and uh, they were free-falling at speeds of 120 miles an hour wow. oh before coming down safely in the parachute. How about that? That gave me chills. That's awesome. That is such a cool story. Those are, I think, the stories that people do like to read about. You know, it, yeah. it, it's not your typical news story. It's a human story. And I, that's it. both of them are very brave to jump up. Uh, right. It under, kind of reminds yeah. you to, you know, push it to your limits. Yes. You know, I mean, this this guy's not letting anything stop him. And, and that's just such a cool thing. Such a cool thing to live by. And a reminder that uh, these, these situations that people are born with aren't always the end all be all yeah. like you can have a, a you can very do anything you yeah, need to yeah, do, yeah 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 you, you can be yeah exactly i think that's it's a positive reminder there too would you guys ever go skydiving i go back and forth so okay. i say i depends think on the day depends on the day yeah i mean if i'm waking up i'm feeling a little anxious maybe not but if you catch me on a good day i think yeah i think i'd jump out of that place today one of those days yeah, I probably would. Okay. If we went up right now, I'd probably do it. Would you guys? I would. Absolutely, I would go skydive. Well, Amber, here's the catch. This is why we're doing the podcast. It's time to, it's time to skydive. All right, let's go. This is a good day. I think I, I, I'm almost more uncomfortable with, with, and I know they're there for safety, but the the nice uh, skydive experts that like hold on to you while you jump. I rather just jump by myself. Oh I no, I, I want. I don't I want. want oh, you want? Okay, I yes. feel uncomfortable with that. For, you feel more comfortable controlling your. I almost rather just control. I rather control my own thing. You have than, a lot uh, of trust in yourself. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could trust somebody the else. The first time I'd want to do it with somebody. Okay. Yeah. But after I feel comfortable doing it, I would. Go ahead and do it by do it yourself. Yeah, now, I, I don't want my life to be in my hands as I plummet to the ground <laughs> because I don't know what I'm doing. I wouldn't pull the right lever. I mean, it would just be bad. Now, uh, I actually have an aunt that uh, she went skydiving and broke her leg because she missed the wrong spot. Oh, no. And I was there to witness it. It wasn't, uh, wasn't pleasant, Oof. but nonetheless. Of uh, all the skydiving mistakes, though. A broken leg, yeah, it's not good, but... You can deal. She's all right, yeah, she's good. Yeah, Would she's she fine. go again? Do you know? 
Uh, I think she would. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, there you go. You only live once. You can bounce back from a broken leg. Absolutely. No doubt. I'm willing to break a bone for it. Oh, that, that sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Final segment before we uh, wrap up the first ever episode of Local News Live, the podcast. Uh, each week, I am going to present a, a list of sorts. And we're still thinking of a name. Maybe you folks at home can tell us a name. Uh, I was thinking of maybe just calling it Rankum. But we're trying to come up with a, a list of something absurd of some sort. Something that uh, makes, you know, you, you don't typically think about. And so with Memorial Day weekend coming up, mm-hmm. that's kind of the unofficial kickoff to summer, right? And so with this being, I think we're talking, folks, about a big summer coming up here with you know the post-pandemic and everybody traveling, doing things again. There's going to be some real stars of the summer. So I've come up with a list of uh, 10 different people, places, or things that will be the stars of the summer. And so I will give this list, and uh, Amber and Ryan will critique and tell me how ridiculous it is, and we'll go from there. <laughs> Number 10 on our list this week is uh, the country singer Janet Kramer. Now, she's recently divorced. She got rid of her cheating husband, which, thank goodness. Um, And now she's doing more movies, uh, more music. Uh, She's found herself again. I mean, that's what what it's all about, folks, is is getting back to who you are. I think that's kind of a, a theme for... This summer, of all of us taking our lives back, I applaud Janet Kramer. She's taking her life back. Yeah, I mean, I I, I applaud her. <laughs> I don't know who she is though. Okay. That's that's where I struggle with the number ten pick. Is um, I might have picked something or someone different that maybe I knew who it was, but but I like the sound of it. Okay. I'm not I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I'm with you. I think anytime somebody uh, <laughs> is coming off a traumatic life experience like a a divorce. It's their moment to be themselves. And right now we're in the, the exact time to do it. Like you said, it is uh, post-COVID, or at least we're getting to the end of the COVID-19 pandemic, maybe the mm-hmm. back third of it, as Dr. Fauci says, the final three innings in a baseball game. So it's it's time for those that may have had a life to have a second life. And Janet Kramer is that person. <laughs> she's I will, inspiration. I will, yes. have, I will have to look her up. But yeah, she's that me person. Too. Yes. Janet, sup? Yeah. Yeah, I'll look her up. Look I need to know more. I need to know who she is. But yeah. she seems like the right person. Yeah. Number nine on our list is uh, is talking to strangers. Yes. That's obviously yeah. back. That's going to be a big theme of summer. We're not wearing masks anymore. You know, if we're vaccinated, wink, wink. Um, and you know, we're going out, meeting new people, doing things. Um, when you had the masks on, and when we were staying at home, obviously you weren't really meeting too many new people. Mm-hmm. And three of us, we're all in a new city. We're trying to, you know, meet people all the time. I think this specifically applies to us. Talking to strangers is totally back this summer. I totally agree with you, but I also have this love-hate relationship with talking to strangers. <laughs> I, re- I don't like it. I don't like small talk. I don't like that, like, awkward first interaction, you know. I want to just skip to the part where we're friends, you know. And, and so... I, I guess I get why it's on the list, but also it's not my favorite part about this, about this summer. To me, this might be the big comeback. Maybe not even a comeback. It might be a completely <laughs> new practice. For those that were, maybe like Amber, apprehensive about speaking with people you don't normally talk to or even somebody you've never met, I think this might be the time where that becomes more common. Now, like handshakes, 
that might go away, or at least start to be less. Yeah. Fist bumps. Fist bumps. That's right. more practice. I but never liked the elbow thing. The elbow thing was always no, uncomfortable. Weird. But yeah. actually talking, actually talking to strangers though might be a more common practice, at least right away, because I think we're all starving for maybe the endorphins of just communicating with another human face to face. So we'll be desperate for that this summer. I think that not just comes back, but is a, a completely new wave, mm -hmm. a new trend being comfortable speaking with somebody you've never met with and, and making it be okay. And I want to clarify, too, because we do have to talk to strangers for our jobs. You know, yes. we're constantly doing interviews. I don't like, or I, I like that part. I like that part of my job, which is maybe why I don't like to do it on my own sure. time. You That's know, fair. I don't like small talk at a grocery store. I, I actually kind of hate it. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to get in and get out. But I love talking to new people when it's related to my job. So I just want to make sure, you know, don't fire me. So if you see Amber in public, <laughs> walk away. She's no, not I talking mean, to you. If you're going to say something nice, I just don't like the whole, like, ah, asparagus is expensive. Mm. Like, no, <laughs> we can skip the small talk. There's no reason for well, it. We got a big talk topic now. We all just survived a pandemic. That's pretty big. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, all right. And How are you doing after the pandemic? That's yeah, a pretty good get, starting line. <laughs> and, and I know other people need to get that off their chest, so I'm cool with that okay. conversation. What's so funny is I can totally see you saying that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. How hey. that pandemic treat you? Yeah. <laughs> You're still alive. That's good. In line at the grocery store, yeah. like so. COVID. How's that vaccine feel? <laughs> How's that vaccine feel? That's that's a great old. That's big topic. That's not small topic. That's yeah. not small talk. That's big talk. <laughs> Number eight on our list, uh, Ryan. I'll, I'll defer to you in this one. Uh, okay. Is uh, Shoni Otani, oh, the sure. terrific baseball yeah. player, first player in Major League Baseball in a hundred years that regularly hits and pitches. He's the favorite to win the American League MVP. He's got a lot of home runs. He's pitching really well. This is a guy that is drawing in the casual baseball fan, too. I mean, he's becoming a household name pretty quickly. So I found it fascinating. I was briefly, in this place to your point, because I never watch any teams outside the Cubs. I was briefly watching an Angels game the other night to see Otani pitch. And while he was pitching, there was an advertisement. I believe it was for like a Korean snack behind home plate which reflects that the Angels understand, or somebody understands, that there's not just Americans are watching this, but Koreans are watching their, their home country guy pitch, and they are advertising Korean products behind home play to Angels games so people can buy it over the Internet. It shows how many eyeballs are on this guy. That's he, smart. He is, uh, he is a different, different specimen. His only issue, I think, will be playing for the Angels out west in L.A., I mean, huge market, so he's big there. But the rest of the country may not stay up late to watch him play. Mike Trout, their other star player, has that same issue. But he, yeah, I think he's a major winner this summer. He's a, a fun guy to watch, and he's helping baseball become a little more interesting. Now, now Amber, uh, as somebody that <laughs> I was you like, know, is oh, not God. a baseball fan of sorts, does... Does the idea of a guy that can pitch and hit, does that have any attraction to you whatsoever? Like, oh, let me see what this guy does. No. No? Okay. I mean, I, I get I get that it's cool if you're a baseball fan. Sure. All, I, I like going to baseball games. Am I going to turn on my TV just to watch him? <laughs> Probably not. If Hey, if his video pops up on Facebook, sure. There you go. Sure, okay. I'll give it a like. Well, you'll, see, I won't be frugal with my give legs. A like. There yeah. we go. Uh, number seven on our list is uh, concerts. Mm. Concerts are so back this yes. summer. And whether it's your, your festivals that you go to or uh, whatever it may be. Uh, I, I think we're going to see Garth Brooks in, in later on this summer. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of notable shows making this comeback. And, and the music industry 
you know, compared to the sports world, the sports world was still able to operate with having stuff on television and limited crowds. Music took a took such a massive hit of not being able to do their thing right. within these uh, this last year or so. I think people are going to be excited to get back to concerts again. I'm thrilled. I love concerts. I love live music. Um, I'm excited. I think we got a few good shows coming to Omaha. Um, Florida Georgia Line you mentioned. Yeah. Blake Shelton's coming um, this summer. So I think I'm really excited about it. Um, I had specifically Thomas Rhett tickets, and then everything shut down. I couldn't go, and I love him. So I was upset about that, and I'm hoping I can go back. Ryan, you're showing up uh, in a tank top and shorts going to Can't these festivals. Wait. Can't wait. Yeah. I, think, I think what will be fun to watch is a lot of artists, a lot of bands were able to create and build a following during the pandemic through social media, yeah. through streams. It'll be interesting to see these crowds. They may have people, they're small, they never had a crowd, and now they might have one. And if they were maybe medium or big, they may have a whole new set of fans coming out that weren't there before the pandemic. That will be the fun part, those bands and artists that grew their audience. Right. Uh, or even some, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, I guess, Olivia Rodrigo, I That's think is her exactly name. That's exactly who I was thinking yeah. of, yeah. It completely blew up over over the pandemic. Probably never had a crowd before, and now we'll have massive crowds. It'll be fascinating to see how that right. plays out. It'll, oh. it'll be really cool. No doubt. That'll be great. Number six on our list is uh, swimmer Ryan Lochte. Uh, if you recall, folks, the Olympics were supposed to be last summer. Got pushed back to this summer. Ryan Lochte, who is uh, controversial in his own right. We all know about him getting arrested at the Olympics in Brazil back in 2016. Now this is his final Olympics, his last hoorah. He's done the reality show. He's you know won a lot of gold medals over the years. This is a guy that is fascinating. I will be rooting on Ryan Lochte. I want to see him do well, but it's uh, we're, we're when the camera's on Ryan Lochte, it, it's always an interesting experience. I agree, but I also think the Olympics in general are going to be such a big thing this summer because, again, you know, it got pushed back because of the pandemic. We haven't seen a, an event like this happen. In so, an odd number year, yeah, right. So, so I think yes. I mean, I I agree, but I might my list might just say the Olympics because I I think everyone will be regardless of who's who's on there. Everyone will be so interested in what's happening. And the Olympics will need, I think, is like a superhero to come out. Somebody is going to have to come on and put on a major performance. Once because I think people after the pandemic. You're, we're excited for other things this summer, maybe not watching the Olympics. And two, because of the controversy surrounding its location. I think somebody's going to have to come out and put on a really special performance, be a very likable person. Maybe Ryan Lochte could be that guy and kind of reverse the storyline of his career and maybe be fitting that somebody with question marks is the hero of a, an Olympics that's surrounded by question marks. Maybe so. Yeah. That's a great point. It, yeah. Number five, odd. Uh, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, she's freed from A-Rod now. Uh, now she's been rumored to be with Ben Affleck, which I'm not crazy about. I'm not either. Uh, but nonetheless, J-Lo, uh, she's going to be living her best life this summer. I just don't think she ever will go out of style. No. She, she's mm -hmm. the anthem of every summer. Like, she just, she's a queen, and I love it. You can't go wrong with J-Lo. I, I like that uh, that couple, J Lo and A Rod. I was disappointed. I was. But I think I, uh, I think you're right. I think Jennifer Lopez is gonna be back on top this summer. She's always on top when she's single. <laughs> a reminder that you don't need a man. <laughs> yes. You're on top she's when you're single. She's a strong, independent Absolutely. woman, and we are here for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Speaking of A Rod, you know Ryan and I are two grown men that wear makeup on TV, yeah. and we got to try out this A Rod makeup. 
I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Day makeup? Yes. Wow. For men. Specifically for men, for men to get rid that. of blemishes. You, yeah, I I'm, would try it. I'm a big I love supporter that. of products. Cost $17. It's a pretty, pretty fair price. That's nothing for what I pay for mine. <laughs> that's, that's nothing. That's nothing for what we pay for ours. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah it's, it's a, I'm a big fan of products that are, they're kind of ironic, like makeup for men or maybe a, a, a traditionally masculine product dude for wipes. women. Dude, dude wipes, uh, a, yes. a facial, facial wipe for men. I like stuff that typically the market is for the other gender and they come out with the one for the ignored yes. gender. I think that's always a great product. And he's been on TV a lot. He's, I feel like every time, I love Shark Tank. Oh yeah, He's we, been on we do so too. many Shark Tank episodes lately, I feel like, so he needs all that makeup. I mean, mm, I get it. He true. does. Uh, number four on our list, air travel is going to be a big star this summer. People getting on planes again and going places, and whether it's for business or a vacay, whatever it may be, air travel is going to be major this summer. I love flying. I love traveling in general, yes. but I love flying. I just hope. Have any trips planned? Yes. Uh, it's it's going to be the summer of Jones. We're going all out uh, <laughs> The uh, next few months, uh, going to Dallas, Tampa, Nashville, nice. uh, New Orleans, uh, Phoenix. I mean, I I'm going to be all over the place the next few months. Solid. I, I just hope the prices don't go up. It, it, and yeah. they will. I hope it's not completely over the top. Start That's booking now. I'll tell you, those yeah. pandemic flight prices, though, were crazy cheap. I still, I got married yeah. in a pandemic. I got married in a different state than where I live, so I still had to fly. Um, and... I mean, I flew for dirt cheap, which yeah. was a, the perk, you know, because obviously weddings are expensive. So, um, but I, I do think they are going to go up a little bit. I think I've already seen that happen. Um, my family lives in Florida. So just looking up flights from Omaha to Florida, you know, you really can't get anything under $300 anymore. And I think in the pandemic, you were more in that 200 range. So, um, yeah, I, I think prices are going to go up, which is the bad thing. But the good thing is that we are getting back to normal. People are are traveling again absolutely number three on our list is uh little dicky the rapper and actor season two of dave is coming out on fx and hulu he's got some great music out there little dicky uh i mean this guy's phenomenal i can't get enough of this guy show was great i mean i thought it was one of the better shows of last year dave what I liked about it was the fact that it was about an artist by that artist, and he brought on his own musical, I think uh, his like introdu introductory guy, whatever you want to call yes. it, his hype man slash his DJ, in real life was brought on to the show, and they essentially recreated his career path. I thought that was really fascinating. To, and it was really inspiring to see like two, I, I like uh, like buddy movies, and I <laughs> thought it was a really good buddy show. And I thought that that's what really stood out to me. It was very well done. Great show. The, Recommend the, it. The, episode, the last episode of the first season when Kourtney Kardashian just shows up, like, what are you doing here? I mean, it was a lot, great. A lot I'll of celebrity cameos. It. Dave, very good show. Yeah, very I'll have to show. watch it. I haven't seen it. Uh, maybe for that reason, he wouldn't be as high on my list. Okay. But, um, have you but listened to his music? Yeah, okay. some, you know, yep. he, he's not my favorite either, you know, Fair. but so he wouldn't be as high on my list, but I think, I mean, the show sound, does sound good. Sounds like something I'd like. Number two on the list is uh, White Claw. White Claw had a huge 2019. You couldn't even find it in some places. There was a shortage because there was such a demand for White Claw. 2020, White Claw took a little bit of a hit. It wasn't nearly as popular as it was in 2019 because... People were drinking it less, not having the parties and the, the hoorah-rah. But you better believe in 2021, White Claw is going to have a huge year. Now, 
it has more competition than it's had before mm-hmm. with everybody and their mother coming up with a seltzer of some sorts. But now you got White Claw and they, they have the, the Surge version, the 8% alcohol. Uh, Amber, Which is available in Nebraska, by the way. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Amber, I love White Claw. Uh, I imagine you're pretty ex- hyped for this, too. I am, yes. I, I totally agree with you. i got to ask you guys, are you guys, is White Claw your favorite seltzer? Are you White Claw truly, or do you like another seltzer better? I'm a White Claw guy. There's so many. Give me that mango White Claw. And that's the point, I think. I think seltzers are kind of becoming the new light beer. Yeah. I mean, there was that light beer explosion in the 80s and 90s. Hardly any carbs. And now barely seltzers. Barely any calories. Right. They're the new thing. They're, they are. They're the new drink of choice. I think White Claw leads the way. But I, I, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, a shift in the marketplace. This is the kind of drink young people are looking into. and we're, I think this summer, now that they're out, we saw White Claw blow up like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And now that it's post-pandemic, people are out, I think you're right. I think White Claw slash hard seltzers are right. going to be this, this big, big explosion in what, the drinking What's industry. your favorite White Claw? Oh, I, I, I think... I really don't know if I have an action. Is there a blueberry? Is there a blueberry? There is. I probably would like the blueberry. I think I just take whatever I'm given. But yeah. I bet I would like the blueberry. I like anyone. Um, I love the lemon, and I love black cherry. Black cherry is the most popular sure, flavor, but sure. I love the lemon. I have to say, though, unpopular opinion maybe, I don't think that all these other companies like Coors, uh, Natty, you know, all these other all these other brands of beer, I don't think it's necessary for them to come out with a seltzer. You know, Truly and White Claw already lead the pack. Sure. Bud Light Seltzer is kind of right behind it. And then I think all these, like Coors just came out with a seltzer. You're already doing so well with Coors Light. You know, I, I just think, I get it, but I also think kind of... I don't see it's necessary. It reflects, I think, the change in the market. They want a piece of that pie. Yeah. And just it's, it's added to the point that this is kind of the wave, the next wave of, of drinks for people. And I'm happy about it. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's good. Last one on our list. Number one, the number one star summer, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> MGK, he and Megan Fox are just tremendous. That's a match He's made not as heaven. high on my list. White Claw's <laughs> definitely above him, but I get it. <laughs> Ian Megan Fox, tremendous together. He's got some great music uh, that's out. He's going to be going on tour. I mean, it's Machine Gun Kelly's world, and we're all just living in it, folks. He just won some uh, Best rock artist in the billboards, yeah. billboards, yeah. I think he might be. So basically, rapper turned rock artist. Saw there was kind of a uh, place for him in the market. He took it. Good artist. Grew up on this kind of music that he's doing now. I, I think Machine Gun Kelly is the first rock, if that's what you want to categorize him now, artist that has that old school feel like the 80s, 90s rockers, a little more edgy. With He's got the contemporary values, I think. He's the first one to have that edge in a long time. I think that's why mm-hmm. it's his summer to thrive. Because he have, he's got the young crowd, but then he also, if they would get into him, I think the older rockers that say, oh, we don't see anybody like ACDC or Guns N' Roses or Nirvana anymore. He's got that edge that I don't think anybody's had in a long time that I think some of the older fans would enjoy. That is well said. And that is a great place to end week one of our show this week. (laughs) We did it, folks. We made it through. Yeah. Uh, Great time as always. Uh, Before we go, let's all plug our social media. Amber, where can people find you? Um... Uh, Twitter, sorry, I just recently changed all my names on everything. So it's Amber Sype TV on Twitter and Facebook. So 
mine on Twitter is just Ryan Pierce Media. I'm gonna change it though to LNL Ryan. I need to, to get that done. So LNL Ryan. <laughs> Maybe ask us next week. What are <laughs> LNL Ryan is going to be the new Twitter to highlight local news live, and that's that's the spot I wanna I wanna be at. Okay. Yeah, that's it right there. I'm on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Tyler Jones Live. Certainly would appreciate followers there. Would love to hear from the folks. You can also follow local news live on uh, Facebook and uh, on Twitter. and we're, We'll get that Instagram going, at Local News Live TV yeah, is uh, where like you can that. see yep. us there. Yep. So certainly uh, would appreciate the followers there and uh, subscribing to this show as well as uh, our partner show, Local News Live Daily, on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. We'd love to hear from you there. As you can see, we're all kind of in this early part of the journey of Local News Live, especially with this podcast being the first you know, longer Local News Live episode. And if you're hearing this right now, you're part of that. You're, you're seeing the rocket yeah. ship take off, the first steps across the terrain. You're with us in the beginning part of the journey. So thank you for listening if you made it to this point. And we're excited to, to keep going. Stay with us. Definitely so. We will get out of here for Ryan Pierce and Amber Siphon Tyler Jones. Thanks so long. It's been another edition of Local News Live and Podcast. We'll see you next week.